You are listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network exclusively on TalkZone.com. We're back from our break. You're listening to Your Competitive Advantage, and I'm your host, Tom Tubergen. We're in the middle of a discussion with uh, Brett Phoebus, CEO of InSource Logistics of Hilliard, Ohio, about how we can achieve a competitive advantage by negotiating better rates and services from our parcel shippers like UPS and FedEx. So, Brett, what are some of the key criteria for me to consider when uh, I'm out looking for a specific rate negotiator to uh, work on our behalf? I think the key criteria that you want to look at would be not unlike the way you would evaluate any other type of professional service. You're looking for compatibility. You're looking for likability. You're certainly looking for knowledge. And there are several organizations that include parcel rate negotiations as part of their suite of services. And in-source, unlike those organizations, in-source only does one thing. All we do are parcel shipping rate negotiations. We're specialists in the space. So I would encourage the listeners as they're evaluating the different companies out there that represent themselves as being able to do a parcel rate negotiation, I encourage your listeners to search for a specialist. Search for somebody like InSource. We like to tell people that if you have a headache, you can go to your local urgent care and they can diagnose almost anything. However, if there's a serious problem, you want to go to a brain specialist. You want to go to somebody that specializes in what's going on in your brain. And that's not unlike our space. There's a huge difference between getting or not getting one or two discount points that you deserve. And with the types of shippers that we work with, on a $10 million a year spend, you can't afford to make a 1% mistake or it literally costs you hundreds of thousands of dollars. And working with a specialist like InSource will make sure that you get every available discount that you have and not everybody can say that. So if I'm not large enough to spend a million or two million or ten million dollars a year with our friends at UPS or with FedEx, um, is there any specific negotiating tactics that I need to know about if I were to call them up and work with them directly? I think the most important negotiation tactic is to not set a ceiling or a floor, however you look at it. Usually, one of the first questions that the parcel carrier sales rep is going to ask is, what type of discount are you looking for? And I think the best answer to that is, I'm looking for 100% off. I'd like to ship my packages for free. And really work backwards from there. You want to make sure that UPS or FedEx is giving you the best that they can offer. Certainly, you want to respectfully and tactfully explain that, that perhaps a competitive threat exists, that if you're talking with UPS, you might let them know that you're also talking with FedEx and vice versa, which would probably be just negotiations 101, something that you might learn in school, but it's something that's often overlooked. The second thing that I recommend to customers is that they do not make the negotiation of their parcel agreement a perpetual cycle. Every time the carrier rep comes in, you don't want to be asking for more. What we tell customers is, if you're always asking for more, you'll never get the most. 
And what I mean by that is, if your rep knows that every time he or she walks through the door, that you're going to ask for a bigger discount or more savings over here or more savings over there, because they want to keep you happy and they want to always answer yes to that request, they're never going to give you the maximum because they need to save a little bit. They've always got to keep a little bit in reserve, don't they? Yeah. So, you know, in closing here, if I were a large or a medium-sized shipper with either FedEx or uh, UPS, are there any trends in the future or gotchas that are lurking on the horizon that uh, we as shippers should need to know about? The most, I would say the most compelling thing that has happened over the last couple of years is the increase in um, extra charges that come to exist, charges that are beyond base rates. Call them surcharges, call them accessorial charges, whatever they are. For example, fuel surcharge right now, everybody's experiencing the pain of gas prices and the carriers are no exception. Many, many shippers out there are paying 5 to 20% fuel surcharge on every package that they ship. There are also other things like dimensional charges and delivery area surcharges and residential surcharges. So I would say the trend in the industry is certainly towards um, categorizing and compartmentalizing the individual parts and pieces of a package shipment, thus resulting in more surcharges and specialized charges. So as somebody is considering what the future might look like, in the area of parcel shipping costs, I would say it's going to include more surcharges, more extra charges, more things that are difficult to account for when the package is being uh, manifested and shipped. So basically negotiating the base rate is really only the beginning of the whole process. you got to keep an eye out for all the extra surcharges and add-ons that the carrier could be adding on to your bill. You're exactly right, but I certainly don't want to misrepresent them necessarily as add-ons your obligation as a shipper is to manifest your package accurately. And when I say, when I call them add-ons and extra charges, what they really are is they're really billing adjustments. The carriers have the ability when they deliver your package to make corrections to the way you manifested the package. So if you are manifesting it perfectly, if you're accounting for residential surcharges and the dimensions of the package and delivery area surcharges, your invoice is going to be just as you expect it to be. However, if you're not doing that, the carrier will correct your bill, and you'll see those charges, quote, after the fact, and they'll come as a bit of a surprise to you. So it's important that you manifest the packages the right way at the beginning to make sure that when your invoice comes, you don't have sticker shock. Very good. Um, is there any other points that you think we should cover? I think the one point that, that we haven't really hit on is what type of return on investment that a shipper could expect when they engage the services of InSource. And it's important for companies to understand that our process is very, very refined and something that we have developed over the nine years that we've been in business. A typical shipper could expect that in the four- to six-week process, they would invest less than one hour a week in order to achieve a 10 to 20% reduction of their parcel shipping bill. So I would encourage companies, 
as they're considering the different types of projects that they might choose this year to consider that extraordinary return on investment, saving 10 to 20% on UPS or FedEx shipping in exchange for just one hour of work per week over perhaps a four- to six-week period. That really strikes me as being low-hanging fruit. Once again, you know, to you know, when a CEO is attempting to wring every dime out of every cost that his company is incurring, a tender at twenty percent return on investment is uh, very large. And it's also important when you're considering that return on investment that internally, the worst thing that can happen when we evaluate a prospect's likelihood of cost savings. It's important to understand that we will look at a company's current parcel shipping costs at absolutely no cost or obligation, and worst case scenario is that we validate that their current discounts are the maximum. So the worst case scenario, the customer spends zero and gets validation that the current rates are perfect. The other side of that is that the customer finds out that they are, in fact, overspending by 15%, like it's been proven that 89% of the shippers out there are. They find out that they're overspending, and then we fix it. Brett, thanks for stopping by and sharing some insights on an issue that affects us all as consumers and as a business owner. We've been talking with Brett Phoebus, CEO of InSource Logistics in Hilliard, Ohio, If you wish to contact Brett regarding his expertise in logistics and shipping, please visit our show page where we have his profile and his contact information available for you. So that brings us to the end of our show for this week. Be sure to tune in next week, Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, when we'll discuss the information you need to know and why it's important to you. That's next week, Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, exclusively on TalkZone.com. Our show today has been brought to you by TopSportSupplies.com. Whether it's the remote wilderness or a remote corner of your backyard, it's your adventure. Your competitive advantage has been produced by the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network. J.C. Whitelaw is the producer and communications director. Rachel Lanster is the editor. My name is Tom Tubergen, and for the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network, saying so long, everyone. Have an awesome, successful week. And I'll see you right back here next week, Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You're listening to TalkZone.com.